Welcome back to the Compound Podcast. This is episode 149. It's 149. We're one episode away from the big 150. Big 150. Tom said he's going to do something special for us on the big 150. He said it. I heard him say it. This, uh, when you started that sentence and you're like, it's going to be 150, I was like, oh, fuck. He's now going to he's going to think we're doing something. We have no time. We could do a voicemail episode. We want to do another voicemail episode. We do them every 50. We could. We could. We, we could. could. Yeah, that's a good idea, Tom. We, we could. We, we could. Uh, this episode, as always, is presented by Parse Rum, the rum for whiskey drinkers. Uh, I love Parse. You love Parse. Shorty had something to say about the Parse that he gave away at the end of last season. Yeah, I gave away a few bottles at the end of the last year, um, along with some tips, you know, kind of like a thank you for some people. And every single person who I gave a bottle to, that is back this year had something to say about it. Obviously, in a good way. They just said, Hey, where did you say that you got this from? I had the I think I gave away the 12 year and the 10 year. And both of them just got absolutely berated with compliments. Isn't it 12 and 8? 12 and 8, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Can we Sorry. can we re- should we restart no, this? No, no, it's fine. No. It's fine. No. It's the eight, I, the eight I, and the I, twelve I are both fantastic and both very good to drink. Neat or on the rocks. If you like whiskey, Parse is the rum for you to try. Go to your local Binnie's or Total Wine and ask for Parse behind the counter. Shorty, you rake, huh? Oh, we talk about it. Does... Talk about it. You got a couple homers, two? Woo! Two homers. Two ding dongs? Not yep. today. Yep. You're kind of nasty, huh? Got to bottle it up. I'm at a sad part. I'm at a sad point where anytime Zach hits a home run, I just search his name on Twitter to see what people are saying about him. Don't do that. Well, some of it's still mean, so I just don't look at those. Why would you do that? Well, I I like seeing the compliments, but there is none. There's still some mean ones in there where I'm like, but he did something good. Let's be nice to him. Don't do it. Can I say what I was really upset about? Because Dakota, I think you texted the group. Shorty hit a homer. I did. Oh, shit. I got to see the video. And I searched. On, I looked at the I looked at the the game tracker thing on the MLB app. No video. I don't know where the fuck you guys are playing. I don't know if you're playing in the slums over there. But there's no video of the game. Okay. And then I go on uh, Twitter and I search Zach Short home don't, run. Don't do it. The best I can find is like the hard hit ball track. You can't find a fucking video of your homer. And the video off of Clark Schmidt when you hit the fucking homer it's from behind it's from the press box we got a guy with an iphone in the press box taking video it's the only way i can see you hit homers what's going on there's there's actually a pretty cool one from the dugout i think somebody had um it has like all of the uh you could hear all the acoustics and stuff which is pretty cool why don't you send that to the group and then tom will put it on in this video so we can give you a little bit of fluff come on send to the group we'll fluff come on come on all right, fine. Yeah. Twist my arm. It's hard to believe in the year 2023, a major professional sporting event's going on, like a major league game. I know it's spring training, but still is going on, and we have no video footage of it. I don't understand what's happening that we have no cameras. Like, what if Randy Johnson happens again? That wasn't during spring training, and we don't have footage of it. Like, we need to just have cameras rolling at all times. It's a good point. I mean, Shorty, what was your knock today? Um, first pitch, base hit to left off, uh, sale. Off sale. You're kind of nasty, man. I mean, uh, it's a lefty. That's not fair. You're, you're. His angle is funky, bro. Don't matter. Did that phase you? I will. I I felt bad. Uh, Justin Turner got hit in the face today. That Dude. was a, Yeah, it was a scary. What scene. happened? It was just um Matt Manning is throwing, and I think he got. A swing and miss up and in on the pitch before, so he tried to go back. And again, it was—I mean, it's hot as balls. And I just think—I think a ball got away from him, and it's tough because Justin Turner stands on the plate like he's notoriously like his back toe is where the corner meets, yeah, like the back line and the sideline meet in the batter's box, and he doesn't wear a C flap. And it's like, it's tough, dude. It's tough. Especially like you don't wear he ran a heater up and in. Yeah, it was right, right right-handed. Up and in, and it's just like you could hear it. Like as soon as it released, you heard everybody's like, "Heads up, heads up!" And where, where to get him? I, uh, I don't know. I know he was bleeding, um, but he he was wearing sunglasses too. I think it clipped him. 
Um, I think that might have cut him, but I don't. I feel bad, man. I I feel horrible for Matt. I feel horrible for Justin. Um, it's just it's always a scary scene, especially in spring training. God, dude. Well, that's what I, I was gonna say too. Yeah. Like the natural reaction is people are like, ah, oh, the fuck did he do that? Like, why did he hit him? I'm like, dude, trust me. It feels not the same, but it feels horrible as a pitcher when you hit someone like that. It's not a good feeling, dude. Especially like. When you hit a big name guy too, it's oh, everybody's yeah. watching. Everybody wants you. Everybody wants to see him hit. And then like he's supposed to go out there and like if the pitcher or the catcher calls like fastball in, and you're supposed to have the nuts to do that next pitch, like I, I it's not even like the nuts, but you know what I mean. Like it's just the, yeah. Like, like if you hit him again, it's like I'm an asshole. Like, yeah, yeah, like it's tough. I it, it's it's a it's a shitty situation all around. Like yeah. You know, and I, it's 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 tough, dude. It, it sucks. I saw the I saw the video or the photo of him walking out with the towel bleeding. It's like, damn, that's I that is, that's I haven't horrible. watched it. I don't I don't want to watch it again. No, I have no I interest. I don't, I don't think I'll be seeking out that video. No, and it's and it will. It's say, crazy. It's crazy because like I don't know how to explain. Like when a big moment happens in a sporting event, and like you're not there. All you do is like, I don't know, like I forgot of how big of a name he is and like how big of a name the Red Sox are that I was like, oh, well, it's spring training. Like maybe a lot of people didn't see it. And like everywhere on my Twitter, it was just like, oh, no, prayers for Justin Turner. I'm like, oh, my God, like kind of huge. Like I just forgot because I was in the game and I was so, you know, like like I forgot about it until I got back into the into the locker room. and I was like, oh, Fuck, like I feel horrible for, for both guys. Can we shift gears for a second? Go a little bit more positive. Zach, can you tell me about playing all of the positions on the field in spring training? How's that going? Yeah, I've played uh center, left, short, and second so far. Um the kid does it all, folks. It's been fun. I had a I had a pretty nice play the other day in center. Um it was over my head and I had to switch my feet around quickly and I had to thank you. And I jumped up and caught it like over my head, right on the warning track. It's pretty cool. Um, yeah, you, are you feeling more comfortable in the outfield. Yeah. It's tough though. Cause it's so bright and it like, yeah. it is sounds hard. so bright and, and the, and the low stadiums. Yeah. And I, I think something too, it's like, even when I play second, because it's not as um, like natural, I should say, but like, especially in the outfield, if somebody gets on, I have to think about every single situation, like where I'm throwing the ball. Okay. If it's, if I play it off the wall and I get it quick, am I throwing a second? Am I, you know, if a guy's on first, are we automatically lining up for home? Are we automatically lining up for three, like whatever, or, Hey, do I take a chance and throw this guy out at home? If it's a runner on second and the ball's hit to my left or right, like what am, what, what am I doing here? And it's funny. I can answer that question for you. Always know, always yeah. never try to throw them out at home because they're always safe. Exactly. So, yeah, I mean, I think that's, that's been the biggest adjustment for me yeah. is just like really figuring out where to go with the ball, not figuring out where to, but like knowing where to go right away and yeah. having that communication with the outfielders too, which is cool because I had one of our good friends, Brendan Davis, he was playing right the other day when I was in center and there was the first ball kind of was over my head and I caught it. And like, as soon as it was hit, I heard him screaming like, bah, 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 bah. and like, that's something you don't hear in the infield ever. Yeah. Like if it's a ground ball too, you, it's you and the ball. Nobody's saying shit. Yeah. And in the you outfield, might get it's got time. Cool. Like, hey, got time. Right. Everybody is on the same page in the outfield. Like you're talking constantly. And that was something that like, and the ball's in the air. I was like, oh, that was pretty cool. Like he was telling me where to go. It, it's definitely different uh, too with the, with the clock. Cause like you're trying to process all that stuff in basically five seconds. Because Dude, the, yeah. 100%. The guys, the guys throwing it you know, at 10 or nine or eight or five seconds. So you really have about 10 seconds max to figure out your positioning, figure out where the wind's going, where the sun is, where the other guys are moving. And then the situations, so yeah. it happens quick. Uh, yeah. And it's tough too, to get my, like, cause obviously I'm predominantly an infielder, but like, I really want to hammer out my infield early work, you know, my ground balls, all of that. And then it's really tough to not, or to get live reads from the outfield other than BP. You know, and like that's a bunch a, of the stuff that we get. Right. Exactly. And a bunch of the stuff that we do for early work in the outfield is all like short hop glove work stuff that we do in the infield anyway. So 
but the live reads is definitely the hardest part and knowing the situation of where to go like automatic like if i'm in the infield i automatically know where to go immediately on a cutoff and it's like i have to now in the outfield okay if the ball's in the gap i have to look for the infield and throw it to i can't just stand there and put my hands up can we can i talk to you guys real quick about the pitch clock oh yeah I don't want to. Yes. I don't want to beat the pitch clock to death. All right, so let people you love it. Pitch clock. You love it. You kind of love it. I just want to say this one thing. I want to ask. I would really want to ask Zach a question because this is how I feel. I don't feel like I can swing and miss and get back in the box looking at the pitcher with eight seconds. Yeah, I did that today. I fouled one off, and I was kind of confused on my foul ball. Like you know, like you'll get some foul balls, and you're just like. How the hell did that happen? Like, I, I literally stood there in yep. the box, like in my finish. And I was like, that ball was really inside. And I hit it over there. I was like, I was like, oh, fuck it. I'm at 12 seconds ready. And like, I did not do anything. I just looked up. And I, that's a really, you know, that's a, it's a good point because, you know, especially if you swing and miss sometimes, you, you do step out and you're like, was I late? Was I under what, why, you know, um, yeah, there's another one too. I don't mean to hop over your point, but yeah, just don't worry about it. Let's go to the next thing. No, I, I need to say because it, it's been on Twitter too a bunch. Um, the pitchers will like get the ball back and not go on the mound right away. And like usually as a hitter, this is it like you're feeding off of the pitcher, right? You're not just gonna stand in the box as this guy's walking around. So, like, okay, this guy's getting a breath, like you're kind of looking up, okay, he's not even on the mound yet. And then, like, as he walks on the rubber, even if there's nine seconds, you're just getting in the box. Like, we had two times yesterday, guys get banged for strikes. And saw, we're like, he tweeted about it too, didn't he? Yes, yes. And it's that. like, and he was in AAA last year, same thing. It's like, listen, I never had an issue with this. Like, I, I he was never, never once called for a strike. Like, so it's very quick right now. And that goes along with your point of you can't, there's no time for thought. Yeah. Tom, maybe well, you can maybe you can put that tweet in the video here. But the tweet basically said he played in AAA last year. He said, "We'll adjust to this. I'm fine with it." But the clock is different than it was in AAA. He said the clock is quicker, and I'm gonna have to make the adjustment. But I never had a problem with this last year, and you know, I had like back to back violations or you know, violation or something. And basically, the video is. The, the pitcher is like on the back of the mound and walking to the mound and he starts getting in the box and gets banged for a violation. And it is, you know, it is a weird concept to be standing in the box while the pitcher's not even ready because you're, you're moving off the pitcher. But my, to my point or my, my thought the, the other day, I, you know, I took a kind of a gross swing on a curveball down one of those check swings where you go and was kind of trying to collect myself or you know get get my footing back under me and make sure my obliques were still in place and uh i walked back in and by the time i looked up the clock was at nine seconds and i had to just like jump into my stance i should have taken my time and like i realized that now i should have just taken the time out because there was two strikes but i felt completely out of whack after that and i was like and, and what I've started to notice now is that when guys swing and miss with nobody on base on the 15 second clock, they'll just like take their time out, but then you give the pitcher an advantage. So I, Dude, I just such an advantage when you foul like, I feel like when I foul a ball off the amount of time that it takes for the umpire to give the catcher a new ball or for the ball boy to go run the ball down or whatever gives you enough time to get collected. But when you swing and miss and the catcher immediately fires that thing back to the pitcher and the clock starts again, I feel like, shit, man, I just took a hack at a ball. Got to make sure my body's still intact. I got to, you know, undo my batting gloves, regrip. I got to feel, make sure that, like, I have a grip of the bat or whatever and get back in the box. And by that time, you know, there's there's nine or eight seconds left. It's it's a lot to do in that short of amount of period of time and to feel like you're still composed and like able to, to be present in the at bat. That was the one thing that I noticed in the last week is like, if you swing and miss, uh, it, it's tough to get back in there on time. Dakota, did you play around with, um, like holding it all while, while a hitter called time in the at bat? No, I sent that video of 
Scherzer did that. Was it? Yeah, it was Scherzer. Yeah. Where he like held until they called time, and then you guys only get one time. So he knew the next time he stepped in the box, he could quick pitch him because he's like, he can't call time. So I can just throw as soon as he steps in the box. But I never, I don't know. I never even thought to do that. Or I would hold sometimes, like, because you can see the clock on the mound. Obviously, it's right behind home. But like, I would hold until like two seconds or one second and then pitch. Like, I wouldn't hold until he called time. Um, but I, I feel like more and more people are going to find little tricks to like do what Scherzer did and like kind of get you guys to burn your time. It was funny today, like the guy, I don't know the guy's name I was facing. Um, he was holding and I, I called time or whatever. And it, I think it was somewhat early in the count, but like I could see him looking at the catcher and then looking at the clock the whole time like he's like i'm waiting till one second to throw this ball and i'm sitting there and i'm just like this is fucking brutal like i don't want to blink my eyes are getting watery i can only see him like everything's kind of shrinking and i'm like i don't know what to do like this sucks yeah. i'm thinking Was about he... that at wrigley too with the wind blowing your eyes and shit like it's a it sucks concern. because the common sense gets taken out of it because people would find ways around the rules so it's like they have to be so strict for this because guys are smart and they would do it. So like if the clocks, you know, if the rule was, okay, the clock doesn't start till the pitcher gets on the rubber, the guys would just walk around the infield, you know? So it's like, okay, there's something that can't work. And then it would just, we'd be right back to square one. Listen, I'm into the pace. I think the pace of the game is better. I think the action's better. I'm into the two and a half hour games. Like I, I love all of that stuff. Um, I think it's a little quick with nobody on base. I think the 22nd clock with guys on base is money. Like I'm good with it. Haven't felt rushed. Like felt pretty good about it, but the 15 second with nobody on base uh, feels fast. I, I still think 17 seconds would be perfect. What was ours last year? 15 and 20. I think so. I think, yeah. it, was, I think it was 14 and 19. Oh yeah. You might be right. I think it was 14 and 19 for you guys, but it seems like now it seems like well, the, there was it's just more quick. Leaning. It's, it's, it's a, fucking quick trigger but it, yeah it seems like there was more leniency on either umpires restarting it or or the trigger to start the thing and they're and the people who are operating the clock have been told to be on it and they're taking it serious because that thing is running i and like there's times when i like the clock will start running and i'll be like it's too fast <laughs> too fast well zach we talked about it last week too but we said it last year like not that it's like you're Ian, you said it's a MLB staffer yeah. that's running the clocks. But I feel like last year, like they were like lenient, not like lenient, but you know what I mean? Like the clock would start sometimes late. Like sometimes they'd miss starting the clock altogether. Like it wasn't and, like super like, oh, he's got the ball back. Start the clock. Like go. Yeah. And like you would see numerous times the ump do the started yeah, over thing. They just do for so like, many resets for little things. Like, hey, man, yeah. like I got something in my eye. All good. Don't worry about it. You know, or like, that's how it should be because you, and yeah. you guys weren't playing. You guys weren't playing three and a half hour games. You know, your pace. No, was we were the reason why this rule is implemented because it worked so yeah. well, so you know, and with common, and like, with common sense, like it should with common sense from the umpires and trying to make sure that the clock isn't impacting the baseball game. Like it still should function the way it's supposed to function yeah. without us having violations. And I know the violations have come down, but I just, I want the best product out there still. And I want guys to still be able to, you know, get their pitches and, and feel like they can shake once or twice think, if they have to, and, and guys to be able to get in the box and feel like they're ready to hit. Like, I just yeah. think those things are important. I think that as it progresses and like you get into the regular season, like Zach said, with the umps, like resetting the clock, like I think they'll get more feel almost for it. Not like, you know, the only problem with that is like, oh, this stump gives is more lenient with time. This stump is like, oh, nope, you're on the clock. But the thing is, I feel like that's baseball. You know what I mean? Like this stump yep. has a big zone. This stump has a tight zone. Like some umps will be lenient with the clock and some are going to be like, nope, clicked over. That's a strike. It's you know tough what I mean? because it could be such a competitive advantage now. Like, oh, 100%. And it means, you know, I don't want to say it means more, but it means more in the big leagues, obviously. Where uh, I don't know. The PCL? Um, yeah, it's, it's tough that cause the common sense is really what made it tick. And 
you know, it's, I, I, fuck, I forgot my train of thought. God damn it. I did. I I'll could tell mid-sentence you didn't I know did. where you were going. I did. It was about like common sense and doing this thing. Oh, because the, I'll say it again, like the ump, if they're going to call time and bang somebody in a strike, that takes longer than just going like, hey, get yep. in the box. Let's go. Or, yep. hey, this guy had to step out for a second. Like, here we go. All good. Like and that guess takes what? less yeah. time. Yep. If they restart the clock, it's never going to be on Sports Center. Every time they you bang somebody for something, it's going to be on Sports Center, and it makes all of us look bad. It makes the game look bad. Right. And like, it would be much better for them just to reset the clock or to do something than to bang guys. And I talked to one um the other day about the clock and the pace and everything, and he basically said like, we're getting a feel for it. He said it's fast, but he's like, you know, if I he's like if I give you the extra second but then i don't give the guy the extra second the next inning then i got somebody a bigger go why'd you give this guy the extra second i can get the extra second all this stuff and he's like we're still trying to get a feel for like what that looks like and you know they're community i can tell you that they're communicating with mlb every day before the game every day after the game like there's a lot of communication going on i just don't know i don't know if there's going to be adjustments or what the final product will look like well i think the biggest thing is like not like give him a pass but if it's like a big spot like you know that spring training game that ended on a three two he wasn't in the box strikeout yeah like i don't want that like in the regular season i don't want you with the plate and they're like oh you got in the box at seven you're out and the game's over and you know what i mean that like tying run on second base something like that like don't decide a game by the clock and that's the thing where the competitive advantage comes in like there's gonna be little plays where like teams put in where the catcher in that instance wasn't he was in the catcher's box but he wasn't down and the pitcher wasn't really even on the mound ready to throw. So as a hitter, like I said, you're like, All right, I'm not standing in the box if nobody's ready. I'm not just going to stand there. Yeah. So like, there's going to be, I bet you, there's going to be some teams that are like, hey, if we can steal a strike here and there, like, hey, catcher and pitcher, just don't look ready if the clock's going, but make sure that the the pitcher or the, the hitter is not looking at you. Yeah, for sure. Teams are going to find a way around these right. and make little like, ways to get an advantage can we before we move on let's talk about something that everybody should do to get a little bit of an advantage athletic greens that's athletic greens oh i got it a g1 there you know what we have in the clubhouse right now we have uh one of those like resealable containers you know where you hit the top and it seals itself and we, we have a ton of AG1 in there. We just got athletic greens flowing. Guys in the morning hitting their athletic greens, 75 high-quality ingredients to give you key daily nutrients and long-term glute health support. Comprehensive solution is what you need for your supplemental routine. Give athletic greens a try. Free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com dot com slash compounds that's athleticgreens.com slash compound do you want to say something nice about athletic greens both of you i love it i have it every single day not usually at night i usually drink mine in the morning but you can drink it anytime all times a day they're still still in the tiger's cafeteria guess who puts them in their in their water every morning cs59 the two home run man can we talk about otani having two pumps WBC was that, was that actual like WBC exhibition. or was that like WBC no, exhibition? It's just like game? A, it was like, it was like a tune up game. So he's just getting tuned up. He's tuned up. I'll tell you that. If he was trying to get tuned up, he's tuned up. Talking the WBC real quick. That's got to be tough going from like spring training where it's like, you know, it's not like you're not competing, but like if you're like a, a guy, like Shohei Otani's a guy, like he's going to be in the opening day roster, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, that's got to go from spring training where you're like, eh, like you're competing, but you're like, oh, I went over three or three strikeouts, whatever. Who really cares? To go right into the action where you're for your country and it's like win or die. I, I was talking, you guys are pretty fired up for it. Good, Zach. No, I was talking to Javi about it today and I was like, oh, you know, you're excited to get out of spring and kind of, you know, go play real games. And he was like, yeah, I am, but it's fucking exhausting. Like, yeah. it is, it's a lot. Especially yeah. when you're not when you're not built up, like, and then you go back to spring training for what a week, a not point. even a week. True. I'm I'm playing I'm playing five, five five and a half innings, six innings, five five and a half, somewhere in there right now. That's kind of what I'm doing. Three at bats, five six innings. And I'm not gonna lie to you, I'm a little tired after the way I go. Legs a little tired, stiff the next day. I like 
you go out there and you play nine right now. It's a lot on the body. Oh yeah. How's uh how's your spring going? I've seen you got a couple knocks, a couple yeah, doubles. I'm getting some, you know, I'm getting some knocks. Putting them advancing the ball forward. The other day, yesterday, I played in the game. Ball. I didn't swing at a ball. It was Whoa. a huge accomplishment. Well, like wait, the day before like, that, guess what? I swung at every single pitch. Like every you pitch didn't that was swing. thrown. If it came out of the hand, I was swinging. Didn't. Isn't care it crazy you have days feet. like that? No matter where the pitch starts, if it starts anywhere, you're swinging. Yep. I just said, "Fuck it, I'm swinging." I, there was a dude threw a curveball, legitimately fifty feet, and I was like, "That sound looks good to me." Oh, like you're saying you didn't swing at a ball out of the zone, or you didn't swing once. No, I just didn't swing at a, I didn't swing at any balls out of the zone. Okay, which I just wasn't sure if you met you literally just stood there. No, I didn't no. know if you just stood there. I don't know. Speaking of which, hey, there is there is that guy in the Dodgers who's just standing there right He's now, just not swinging. He's just not swinging. What is that? Uh, I didn't see that. There's a guy in the Dodgers who has. I think he broke his finger in spring and they still want him to get Boy. to see pitching so he's just literally in there tracking and he had at one point i don't know if it's still true he had eight at bats and he had four walks and four punches that's got, no that's i'm gonna be honest with you that's like facing a pitcher as a pitcher like that's worst case scenario it's like all i can do is fuck up he's not yep. swinging only thing i can do is bad yeah it's uh miguel vargas who's expected to be the dodgers starting second baseman this year he's Two weeks into spring, has not yet swung a bat. They're saying Wednesday might be the first time he swings a bat. I wouldn't tell teams. I wouldn't tell teams. I'd go up there like one at bat, statue, next at bat, big swing, first pitch. Yeah, you can't. Whatever you do, you can't take a swing in your first at bat of the day. No. Because you'd like them to think that you're not hacking and then take it. I don't know if you saw Granky. Granky faced him the other night. And he <laughs> threw like hard as he could, heater down the middle, and then he threw like an EFIS pitch and then like another EFIS pitch and then as hard as he could down the middle. Grinky definitely just had fun with that. He's like, yeah, let's just mess around here. Let's see what I can flip in there. Yeah. Yeah. But uh I I was gonna I was gonna talk about my day the other day. I mean you know when you play MLB the show and and you hit the button too soon and the guy takes like one of one of those swings. Yes. Yeah. I did that in a game. I did that. A guy threw a change up and I literally took one of those swings where it was like, as soon as it came out of his hand, I swung and it was like, Poof. is there like, footage? Okay. I was going to say, let's get this video. We need this. Yeah. Video. It was like, as, so- as soon as he threw it, I was like, oh God. Yep. That's what I did the other day. Why does that happen though? I don't, cause I swung at one the other day too. It was like a cutting fastball. That was never a strike. And the catcher had to like reach for it like that. And I swung and I stepped out and I was like, what? Hard, I'm not going to say hard. that. I'm not going to say that it never happens during the season, but some yeah. of the stuff that you do in spring training is like, who did that? I didn't do that. Wasn't me. I don't know who no. stepped into my body and made that <laughs> swing, but like I, I didn't do it. No. Ian, did you, did Scotty send you any video today? No. Scotty had his first day of throwing post TJ and the very first ball he threw, he spiked into the ground. <laughs> so did he send start. you guys a video? He sent it in our group text we have. Why doesn't Scott like me? He does. He does. He probably just, you know, you're a busy guy. Zach, are you in there with Scotty? Yeah, he actually he sent me a really good one, too. God, he just That's doesn't like up. me. That, I used to think we were line. friends. That's even worse. He texted you outside our group? We're roommates. Fine, Scott man. and I, I don't know if you guys know this, but Scott and I went to Napa together one time, and then since then it really hasn't been the same. It's funny because I, like we either. actually didn't know until we, we saw We didn't him. know oh. that it was a secret. It was a secret trip. Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Zach should be more offended than me because he had a girlfriend and he could have went. I, I, as a solo guy, couldn't have gone. Stop it. But Zach should be offended. Can, Are you wait, guys? Hang on. Did Did you guys get her, Ian? Nico hit a triple the other day. Speaking of Napa, guys, he went with, you know. Well, who went? Where'd they go? To Napa. Yeah. Oh, you know, I didn't know. Yeah. Didn't can't hide money that. place. Um, <laughs> He hit a triple the other day. Okay. The swing that he took, I texted him. I was like, "Hey, that might have been my favorite swing you've ever I've ever seen you take." He he's always locked in whenever he steps into a batter's box, no matter what time, matter where it is, no matter the circumstances, he's gonna get his a swing off. That's true. He looks fantastic. He hit, uh, he's hit a couple like really nice backside balls. Kept a couple balls in the air that were really pretty, uh, but that swing was. Awesome. Awesome. And then he got on third base with less than two outs. And then I proceeded to take 
the MLB the show accidentally tap the button swings on change ups and swing at a bunch of a bunch of balls and punch out. So I did a good job of getting him in with lesson two, but what he did was very, very pretty. He he's looked awesome. And then we played he didn't play he didn't play yesterday. That was the last time we played together. So it was two days ago. Yeah. We he didn't play yesterday and then he played today without me, which was rude. Oh, it's kind of whoa, selfish, by whoa, now, honestly. Whoa, yeah, I know. Whoa. Right? Did you go we talk to hanging, Rossi we and say, out. "Did you say Rossi, this is a package deal. This I, you I, can't I, play yeah, one and not what? the other." Well, it's been cool because when Dansby doesn't play, Nico and I hit one two, uh, so I get to stand in the on deck circle and watch him hit lasers. How uh, the boys meshing yet? The boys chopping in the in the locker room. You know, can I just say, let me talk about one of my teammates, Trey Mancini. Guy this guy, is, this guy awesome. is first of all fantastic guy, really wonderful. Wait, when is he coming on? We'll have him on. I mean, what a story! Yeah, yeah we'll have him on. Uh, Trey is a fantastic human, way into way into Trey. Uh, the Cubbies are going to be the fighting Mancinis this year. This guy is unbelievable, dude. He's just backside. I guess I think I told you guys a story of my the first time I hit this spring. Uh, I took BP on the field day one, was just trying to advance it forward in between the two white lines and Mancini's hitting backside homers. Tell you guys that. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, the netting on field, uh, field six back there. Yeah. In front of the batting cage. Oh yeah, that's right. You went all the way to field six. Uh, so for all the people that are listening, field six is one of the minor league fields for the old cubbies. And, uh, the netting over the fence is probably, I don't know, 30 feet high to protect the uh, bullpen batting cage area from shrapnel. And uh, Mancini is hitting line drive bullets halfway up the netting. So that's what he was doing on the first day of camp. He will just like hit these backside rockets head high. And is, and then first of all, it's backside rocket head high. It's like, this guy's unbelievable. Then the next at bat he has, he just goes pull side homer, like absolute rock. I was like, this guy's the best hitter I've ever seen in my life. So I checked the box score today. I'm out there, uh, maybe on the golf course, and I checked the box score today to see how the fighting Mancinis are doing. Guess what? Mancini's two for three because he's the best hitter in the whole planet. On the golf course while your team's out there grinding, huh? Yeah. No, I was rooting for the boys. He hit a homer at 115. It was 115 yesterday? Yeah, the pull side one? That's what it looked like. Yeah. Dude, he rakes. Rakes, bro. Great guy. Really a big fan of him. Rakes. Told him yesterday he's my favorite teammate. Whoa. Wait. Whoa. I know. I said he's my favorite player. I said, I go, hey, you're my favorite player. Because I just watching him hit. It's just like he can swang it. That guy can swang. You talking to any pitchers? You friends with any pitchers? Or you only talk to your No, I don't talk to pitchers. I have. I don't see the pitchers. I don't see. I don't see the pitchers. They just don't make them like me and Scotty anymore, you know. We, you know, we brought you into the pitchers, yeah, little world. Yeah, the pitchers, the pitchers don't really interact with the uh, with position players in spring training. You know that. I know that. See, I, uh, I was always the opposite. I love talking to position players. Yeah, but so you, I mean, Zach are friends. You guys all go down, yeah. hang the bullpen. You're never in the dugout. We never see you. You always do. You do. I wish BFB. I was in the. My favorite but, trips in AAA were when we went to Columbus because there there was no bullpen, so we'd be in the dugout, and everyone hated having me in the dugout. The um the difference in this spring in to past springs is that the weather in Arizona has been horrible. It is now good. It's now 75 and sunny, but the weather before was really bad. It was cold and it was rainy. And so we haven't done any team fundamentals really because the fields haven't been ready or it's been too cold in the morning stuff like that. So we really haven't seen, and I don't play infield anymore, so I don't see the pitchers anyway. But like, haven't seen the pitchers, and then we've been on the road for the last few days. So like, this week we're gonna do a bunch of team stuff together. But I really have not interacted with the pitchers. I did get to see Husey, and I got to see Keegan Thompson pitch for the first time the other day, which is great. Zach, wouldn't you say it's a cop out though? Most of the relationships and like friendships are made in the locker room, not on the field. Yeah, that's where. Yeah, I mean, come on. I I don't think I've made a friend on the field. I'm sorry, I'm too busy working hard. Too busy. <laughs> Out there, busting my ass. I'm not on sitting the golf in those course? leather on the seats. golf course. Not sitting in those leather seats in the middle of the locker room, chopping it up because I'm out there working. That was my favorite okay. thing to do. Is I'm, in the weight, chop, I'm in the weight. I'm in the weight room. Is literally chop. the sixth tool in baseball. 
Hey, Chop is a synonym see, for six. It, that's how you win World Series championships. If you I want will, to come, I will see, take that to on my tombstone. Whenever I die, it better just say "had the six tool." That's, all, that's say, all I wanted to say. Would you want it to also say "chop" or would you like to say your name? You didn't even say. No, no, no. <laughs> no. I'm thinking of how many. I'm thinking no. of how many tools I'm giving Zach right now. I'm going to give him four. All right, that's fine. I, I want tools. the number six. You don't. Well, there. yes, you don't really have the speed. I'm not going to give you that tool. You're not I that. Mean, come fast. on, hey, you're not that on. fast. Check, check the stat cast. And would you like to have power or contact? I'll give you one or the other. Contact is definitely not in my books right now. <laughs> All right, power it is. Two homers. <laughs> but you got the fielding. You got the chop. The chop is like your the eight, chop 80, is like eighty grade, eighty grade. But like chop. you know, you're gonna ask somebody when they're done playing. You're not gonna ask, hey, how did he hit the curveball? You're gonna ask, did he chop? And you know, and it's that gonna... is usually how it goes. Usually, what I ask people, do you know what you can do after you have your athletic greens? Um, I don't know. I was what? What can I do? You can take care of something that forty-two percent of men experience, which is moderate to extensive hair That's loss. That's you. You're one of the forty-two. I am one of those forty-two percent. And the sooner nice. a person starts treatment for hair loss, easier it is to keep that hair on your head. Research shows that eighty percent of men who use prescription hair loss treatments had no further hair loss after two years. Roman offers both prescription medication and over-the-counter treatments. Getting started is simple. Complete a free online visit. Then a U.S. licensed healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Roman then ships it directly to you. Discreet packaging. Free two-day shipping. Whole process is straightforward and discreet. Uh, go to row.co slash johnboy today to get 20% off your order. That's row.co slash John boy for 20% off for all of your hair loss needs. Um, are you guys excited yet for the WBC? All of our WBC friends, just for the listener, when the WBC players, they've left now, they leave camp to go okay. to their respective national teams to play a couple Wagos, practice together for a few days before the uh, WBC actually starts. They all left. Mm -hmm. So it's beginning to feel a little bit more real. Uh, we lost a few of our friends. Uh, JY, sure, no. going to play yep. for Team Canada. I'm, te I'm texting him right now. Uh, we are playing Team Canada no, on Wednesday. He... I'll be in that way, go. So I'll get to see uh, the boys. But um, are you guys getting excited for WBC yet? Where's your level of excitement? I, I did see, I think the first pitch, it's Wednesday, right? It's the first game. And I was like, oh, my God, this is dope. There's meaningful baseball on TV. The WBC is so much cooler than MLB regular season. That's just a fact of life. So, like, I'm actually excited to watch this. And we know – well, I was going to say I know a few guys. I know one guy, Jared Young. So, I'm Team Canada. I'm all in Team Canada. Yep, you heard it here first. Team Canada, number one. It sucks that a, a few guys have been getting banged up and had to pull out, like, Vlad's oh. out. Um I texted JY and I said, are you starting at one bagger for team Canada? And he said, uh, no, we got a guy by the name of Freddie Freeman. I said, Freddie, who never heard of him. I want Jared young out there every game. Uh, I think I'm pretty sure is Jock playing for team Israel. Can we get some confirmation on that? Uh, yes, he is. He's on their roster. Yep. Okay. We committed last July. So is Matt Mervis. That's cubby. I know him. Yeah. So Ooh, team Israel too. I got two teams. Nice. Jock Jock is playing on team Israel and I got, from a from a source that Jock is firing the boys up on a group chat, Team Israel. He's getting he's getting the boys he's getting the boys ready to face. I think they got like the DR, and I think I think they got like the who who's in their pool like DR Puerto Rico. They got Robert Stock on their team too, ex Cubby. He's getting he's getting Team um, Israel I mean, fired him up. Firing for, the boys for, up uh, on a group message that is a perfect display of chop. That is chop. Jock is the definition of chop. He's That's getting the boys chop. fired up. Look, to, he's a to great have a teammate. Upsets. That's chop, dude. He's got that six tool. I'll tell you that. Tom, where's your excitement level sit for WBC? Honestly, I mean, how honest do you want me to be? I, I want oh, you to be all the way on. This is right. Tom is not excited. I want you to be Tom honest. is not excited. I, I am, but it fe weird when we were talking about this last week and even a couple weeks before that. Between all the guys pulling out, you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of summer ball. It feels this feels like a summer ball tournament where you're like, can we find pitchers who can, who who can throw? It's like who's available and wants to throw some innings for any team in the world. You ready to come and pitch? Like, 
I so I'm excited, but it, it, there's no perfect way to do this tournament because you can't do it after the season. And doing it here always just feels weird to me. You know, it's like how NASCAR starts with the Daytona 500. Starting with like a giant event always is a weird way to start the year to me. So I'm excited. I'll be more into it when Team USA plays. Like I remember being really into it in 17. But then if you'd asked me anything about it since 17, I don't think I've thought about it since then. So like I'll be into it for the next couple weeks and then I won't think about it again for three years or four years. <laughs> Uh, do you have a team you're rooting for? Is Team USA your team? Do you have any other teams that you're like half rooting for? No, I mean, I'm not rooting for Team Canada. Yes, you uh, are. I, the, the Czech team seems cool because they have all the, the actual like Czech players who did you on the Czech Republic. So I'm into that team. Did you see that video? I saw like a video. It was like, it's like I'm a school teacher and I'm also pitching. Yeah. And what jobs they do. And then it's like, yeah, I work at the mines. Uh, I play left field. So I'm like, <laughs> What? Do you play baseball? Yeah. But yes, I Tom, I know what you mean. There's some teams that. where it's like they're just kind of fielding the team almost. But then like when USA and like Puerto Rico and Dominican and like Japan's really good, like those are exciting matchups. Like once you get into like the quarterfinals, semifinals, like that shit is hype. Did you? I don't know if you guys saw this. There was a very funny video of Lars Newtbar interacting with his Japanese teammates. Yeah. He Japanese. He doesn't speak it. No, and so I, that that was the first video where I saw, and then I saw the show. Hey, one knee Homer today, and that kind of got me going. That was the first time I was like, "All right, here we go." It'll be oh, nice, Tom. Tom, you're gonna be fucking painting your face just like you did for the World Cup. Don't worry, dude. We'll see. Tom's gonna be fired I, I, up. I, I promise you, I will not be as into it as I was for the World Cup. We'll see. You work. You I, work at I a baseball company. I agree with that, but it is exciting. Is John John Boy? Had didn't have enough fun with us when they came to Arizona last year, so they're not doing that again. Or well, they said that I'm not there, so what's the point? Yeah, good point. No, we actually the, had the the Airbnb booked, and then Dakota didn't you know didn't sign with the Cubs, and we we're like, fuck it, just cancel. Okay, thank you, Tom. I right. respect the I hell out of that sure. for my company, John Boy. That's what I thought was happening, but I just wanted to make sure. Any surprises from this spring that you guys have seen that you're like, wow, that's crazy. Anything that uh, jumps out at you, Tom? Mike Talkman, Cubs looking great. I was going to ask you if you've been, I mean, I know you've been following, but he does, he's swinging it. He is swinging it. And he's been a guy that's notoriously, you go back and look through spring trainings, he's not a great starter. So the fact that he's gone off well is good. So I'm excited for him. Can I also say something about Mike Talkman? He's ripped. Oh, Mike Talkman is a strong human. You like to chop? Does he have the six tool? He chops. Nice. Six tool. Oh man, that guy's making the team. He's one of those guys. He's one of those guys that you actually like. For me, I actually get to hang out with him. I don't get to hang out with that many guys. I get to hang out with him because we're outfield friends. Because that's the only time you can hang out with people is on the field. Other than that, that's all. Yeah, you know what's uh, really I'm the working point. hard. You know, find me in the weight room or the cage or the golf course flies, or the golf course. Find me. Any okay? Anybody that's not Tom? Uh, spring training comments? Anything? <laughs> you? I just haven't watched. I literally look up your guys' names and then I look for the guys that I know and just see how they did. And other than that, I don't. I don't follow. I mean, David Bodie hasn't gotten. I was going to say. Oh, I did Bode say Bodie. Have you seen David Bodie spring? I did see Bodie because I texted in our group text and I said I'm a big Bodie fan. David Bodie is raking, and it I doesn't matter Bode. who's in the bump. He's getting a knock. And he's stealing bags. Oh, can I talk to you guys about this? Do you feel like there's more? I mean, I, the numbers do support stolen bases are up like 75% in spring training. Guys are running. Okay. But is that from the pitch clock or the bases? Oh, I don't think it's the bases. No. The bases, I don't think, make any difference. I think the bases make a difference. No, I don't. Okay. Can I say one thing? I got out. I was working on my leads the other day because I worked really hard. And uh, I was trying to get to like a 12, 13 foot lead. And Do you so say I working on it. your reads like putts? And so I marked it in the, or Napoli marked it in the grass to work on getting out there. I've, it's, you know, you're four inches closer to first base, but I, let me say, it felt a lot easier to get to 12 and a half feet than it did in the past. Maybe that's a combination of that's only all, two that's, picks. That's, I don't think the guy's going to pick. Maybe it's a combination of the bigger base, but a lot easier to get out there. That's all I'm saying. It's got to be tricking your mind. There's no way. I think I think the only thing I think it helps with like getting back, like if they pick over. 
but I don't think like stealing, I don't think guys are going to try more now just because the bases are a little bit bigger. Like, I think it'll still be, I think like Zach said, I think it'll be more on the clock. Like if they see it's at one and no one calls time, like you can take off. There's a, there's a lot of times last year where I just get over to the bag and hang out and like this guy's a one three. I'm not running. There's some times already this spring I've been like, maybe I could go. Maybe I'm Willie Mays Hayes. You also get get pitchers too much credit. There's a lot of pitchers that don't mix up their times. Even with a one three, you could still steal on them. Base running extraordinaire over here, Dakota Meccas. He's got a (laughs) bunch of career bags. Can't even get the helmet on your head to get over there. All right. It's a good point. It's rude, but it's a good point. (laughs) I'm just saying it's not. I, I, I can't, I don't know. I can't. You were good at holding runners. I've never done it. Really good at holding runners. I don't think it's that hard. Like, I don't think, I don't think guys try enough because I don't think they realize how hard it is to have the perfect play to throw someone out. Like catchers. I mean, they got to put it on the money. The guy's got to catch it. He's got to put the tag on you. Like you see all these different ways to slide around a tag. Like, I'm not saying it's easy, but I I do think I'd like to see more running. I think a couple, I think a couple things about spring training. Pitchers don't care as much about holding the running game in spring. Very true. Because they're focused on getting their pitches out there, working to their plan, doing whatever they need to do in the game, in the season, when the runs matter, they care a lot more about holding the runners. I also think catchers aren't necessarily as locked in as they will be in in the season. And I also think catchers are really, really good. And catchers, like catchers in the big leagues are really, really good. And they're really good at throwing guys out. Uh, I think it's going to help base running, but I think that like the excitement for how many guys are running in spring training, will the impact won't be as big at the big league level during the season. No, I don't but I have agree. felt a little bit more comfortable out there, so maybe pencil me down for forty bags. Well, and that's why that's what I mean. I think the bigger base helps with like getting back if a guy picks over. Like you just have that little bit extra. But I don't. Deck, what about you? How you feeling out there on the bags? I fucking hate stealing, dude. I feel like I'm on an island out there. You don't feel good on the pillows? Whenever I get get the steal sign, I am out there. I am like, they know. They know the signs are going to pick off. I think that's the biggest fear. It's not getting thrown out. It's probably getting picked off, right? I feel like that's more embarrassing. Like, you get picked. It's like, oh, my God, what did I just do? Yesterday? Yesterday? Yeah. The... There's like a the guy stepped off. He was trying to avoid a violation, so he stepped off. So he disengaged once. Then he picked once. At, uh, Madrigal was on first, and he picks. So he's used his two disengagements. It was the first time I've seen somebody use two. It felt like Madrigal was so uncomfortable out there. He was like, he was like, yes, like dude. trying to yeah. run, but he couldn't run. So one of those things where I was on deck and I was just watching him. Like I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. And like shut it down. There's nothing worse than that feeling as a base runner where you're like, I'm going to run, I'm going to run, I'm going to run. Oh, yeah. Because you don't want to get picked. You just don't want to take off too early and get picked off. It's not yeah. fun. It is difficult. You guys want to tell the people screen times? Do you have anything else you want to talk about before we get to the old screen? The players time? is this week. Uh, I know we like to, talk, I know Tom loves when we talk golf. Talk golf. One, yep. the, the tournament this, this past out. weekend was sick, and the players is this weekend, which is awesome. Played that course. Oops. Jared Young, Pete- birdied, birdied 17. So people know the PGA tour is having a fantastic display. Uh, and are you excited for season two of full swing? Yes. I need more. You tiger. know, Tiger's going to be in it. Ooh, is he? Is it confirmed? Yes, dude. I was kind of hoping Tiger's not playing, right? I was kind of hoping he'd play in this one. I don't think so. Well, when he played, um, when he played two weeks ago, I was like, shit, his knee or his legs only got like one tournament every two months. That means he's not playing in the players. The I don't um I don't know if you guys watched, but Formula One came back this week. It was not if that you had to guess, do you race. think Zach watches Formula One? Well, he doesn't care about uh real sports, so yeah. The uh hold on, hold on. But I'm sorry, <laughs> we, what we need to unpack that real quick. You're saying there's only 20 of them in the world. Okay. Name another sport where there's only 20 guys that get to do it at the highest level, but they're just, it's the top of the top. It's top of the top. They're just driving a car. Just driving a car. Let's put your, let's put your big ass in one of those cars. I would never, I wouldn't be good at it. They wouldn't be good at throwing a baseball either. They would definitely not be good at throwing a baseball. That's That's, a guarantee. We can guarantee they would not be good at throwing a baseball. I don't know if I've ever considered if that's a sport or not. 
Never thought about it. Oh, it's a sport. Probably going to get some comments saying how dumb I am for saying that. Yeah, but I, let's get I, the Formula I, One crowd mad at Dakota. That would Zach, be a really fun spin to our Come on, Zach. Uh, podcast. Come on, Zach. Let's uh, Zach. let's get let's get the people to screen time. Help me out. Oh boy, Zach wanted to say it. Have, have you guys seen a Sloan uh, flusher recently? They don't have in the Tigers facility, and that's probably why I wasn't feeling well last night. Yeah, Zach puked yesterday. I did. I had a flu game today, but I was all over the place. Well, and you got to knock. You're nasty. Sloan's the world's leading manufacturer of commercial plumbing systems. The company is at the forefront of green building movement and uh, provides smart, sustainable, and hygienic restroom solutions by manufacturing water-efficient products. flush meters faucets, sink systems, soap dispensers, fixtures for commercial, industrial, and institutional markets worldwide. To learn more, visit Sloan.com. Tell me your screen time, friends. 551. An hour of it was last night, so I don't even count it. Mine's 437. I had some from last night and a three-hour ride today. Mm. Hard play doesn't count. Mine's seven hours and three minutes, and I make no excuses. I just I, I own it. <laughs> Touche. I had uh, 324 on mine. For some reason, I left my Google Maps open. Oh, what on? I don't know why I do that with the Google Maps. I got to. Really, why are you using Google Maps? Because it's the better it's, map. It's system. It's a much better map system. It's a far it, superior. It, it gives map you shorter courses, or if like you're on the road, and they're like, "Oh, there's traffic up here. Take this." Like it'll say, "Like, do you want so this does, route so does that's Apple. four minutes left?" Apple less. does the same thing. No, it doesn't. No, Apple yes, it doesn't does. offer it once you're going. Yes, bad it routes, does. Bad times. No, it doesn't. Tom, what do you use Google or Apple? Uh, I am an Apple guy, and I've seen Apple do that. So I, yeah, I, I nope. That is so. Zach, I'm with you. Tom, or Ian, I'm I with you. Not believe that you would do that. Can we just for the people, uh, for the us, f- just as a little Sloan screen time debate? Can our friends, listeners, just say Apple Maps or Google Maps? Maybe put a poll up, Tom. Can you put a All poll right. up on our Twitter? I'll put it up right now. It was a poll. Did you yeah, guys put a poll see- up right now? Say so we're recording the pod, and we need the people to respond. On Google Maps or Apple Maps? No free ads, it's, though. Other than the fact that we're, we're promoting the two uh, brands on Earth. No free ads. No free ads. Tell, ask, tell them it's about the Sloan screen time, Google Maps apps. This prospect for the Cardinals throwing balls like 97 across from shortstop to the first base. You can't do that. Didn't Justin Turner go off about guys throwing hard across the diamond and say hit the guy in the chest? That's episode 149 of the Compound Podcast presented by Parse Rum. Go to Benny's, go to Total Wine, ask for Parse. If you like whiskey, you like Parse. Eight-year, 12-year, try it out. Neat on a rock. Let us know what you think. We'll see you next week for the big 150 where Tom's going to do something really special that no one expects. See you next week.